The Electric Factory Podcast. Home to your mom's favorite podcast. I'm your host, Matt Jones. You know what day today is. It is 420. It is National Marijuana Overdose Awareness Day. It's Patriots Day. It's every day. Um, got a good show here for you. If you guys listen to last night's podcast about Michael Jordan, great documentary. I'm already thinking about it. I can't stop thinking about it. Great documentary. Uh, so on today's show, we're going to be talking about some uh, news going around. There's a lot of news going around. Uh, a lot of cool stuff. Sports, special guest, uh, T. Daggy, Tyson Dagenhart joins the show. Uh, we're going to talk some basketball. So it should be good. So hope you guys enjoy. And apparently today, uh, the price of a oil, oil, I cannot say oil for some reason. I don't know why. But the price of an oil barrel. Drop below one dollar. Uh, I don't even know like what a barrel of oil will do for you. I mean, maybe it, is that the oil you change your car with? I mean, that'd be a, that'd be a steal. But like, everyone is freaking out about it. I don't really understand like the true meaning behind it. But I mean, it's got to be pretty big news. I don't know uh, if anyone out there bought any oil today. But uh, if you did, you should give me some, and we can experiment with oil, do some cool things with them. I don't know. I just saw that, and I was. Just wondering what what would you do with a barrel of oil for under one dollar that you bought? Also, another weird thing: uh, the dude from the office. I don't even just, I don't even know his name. It's like John Krasinski, or I don't even know his name in the office. Michael Scott. I don't even know his name. Shoot. Well, anyways, you know who I'm talking about. The dude he's in. Uh, Every movie, John Krasinski, that's his name. I don't know his name in the office. I forget. Let me look it up. John Krasinski office. Sorry. I want to find out what his name is. Uh, what's his name? Oh, Jim. Jim Halpert. That's it. It was Jim. Top of my tongue. Just couldn't get it out. But Jim... Anyways, he held a live prom 2020 on YouTube for the class of 2020, which is my class. And he was like pretending to DJ and he brought on three people. He brought on Billie Eilish, uh, the Jonas Brothers, and who was the third person he brought on? I think it was like Katy Perry or something. No, Chance, what? Chance the Rapper, but Chance the Rapper was dancing someone else's song. Um, anyways, who wants to listen to them? Come on. You could have found some better artists. Like, we want to listen to some Waka Flock of Flame. We want to listen to some Chief Keef. We want, you know, we want that music. We want some Soldier Boy. We want some good music. We don't want Billie Eilish. Who dances to Billie Eilish? If anyone out there that listens to Billie Eilish and dances to it, Please send me a video of you dancing to Billie Eilish. The only time you would ever catch me dancing to Billie Eilish is in 2K20. When that one song comes on in the park, my boy, my boy, that song. Yeah, I don't even know why that's in 2K. But that's the only song you could catch me dancing to a Billie Eilish. And I don't even dance to it. But maybe sometimes I'll boogie down when I'm playing 2K. But I cannot say I've ever danced to Billie Eilish. And I don't think anyone else has. 
They just cry to her. Like, we want to listen to Travis Scott. All, like, you pick, come on. If you're going to do this and say, call it prom, you can't just go out and pick some some weak link music people. I don't understand. It sucks. This is terrible. You know who I want to DJ my prom? I want Rob Gronkowski to DJ my prom. Rob, if you're listening to this podcast, one, your your girlfriend, you should probably marry her soon. She's the most beautiful woman on the planet of the earth. Second of all, I want you to DJ our prom. Please and thank you, Matt Jones, host of the Electric Factory podcast. Let's jump right in. If you guys didn't see on the news, people the other day were storming the Michigan Capitol building, uh, asking for freedom. To they well, they have first of all they have really strict uh, like quarantine policy, so they were not very happy about that. And then Washington people in Washington State stormed Olympia yesterday to protest Jay Inslee and the May Fourth potential extension of the stay-at-home order. Personally, uh, I think this is dumb because. One, you're just giving them another reason to extend the stay-at-home order because you could potentially be, like, contracting the coronavirus with all those people. Like, in, I mean, like, I love the idea. Like, yeah, let's protest it. This is stupid. I'm all for that. But, like, it's a little stupid because now they're going to look at this and be like, well, you guys were out in public, so you know what? I'm just going to push this order. I mean, Jay Inslee probably will. No one likes Jay Inslee. He's... I don't know. He's definitely not handling the situation great. I think we could use some better leadership. Uh, so everyone, let's vote red in the presidential election. And let's vote red when we get to vote Jansley out of office. So let's do that. So I saw this trend on Twitter. It's uh, what's the most memorable quote you've heard over quarantine? And my favorite for sure is when I was going out to go shoot hoops at my friend Kyle's house, uh, she said, Matt, I don't think you should go. I just took my temperature and I have a 98.5. And I was like, uh, isn't that the average temperature of like a normal person, like a healthy person? And I was just like, what? Like, are you telling me you have the coronavirus with a 98.5 fever? So that was that was my favorite quote over uh, quarantine, and then also today, Travis Scott, the greatest uh, musical artist of all time, is having a concert in Fortnite uh, this week. I am super hyped about that. If you guys play Fortnite, you know that like Marshmello had a concert. I don't really like Marshmello, but I mean it was pretty cool. So I can only imagine what Travis Scott, literally the greatest like live producer of all, like live concert. Performer. That's what I meant to say. He's the best. So I can only imagine what Travis Scott's going to do. I think it's going to be crazy. Uh, you can catch me in Fortnite during the concert because I will be raging. I'll be going crazy. He said he's dropping a new song, so of course I have to be there. Uh, listen to it firsthand, but I'm sick. I'm I'm stoked. I love Travis Scott. Uh, that was the best news I woke up to this morning. I checked my email, uh, see if my teachers wrote me anything, and I just – I got an email from Travis Scott saying he's having a concert in Fortnite. And I was like, no way. I can finally go to a Travis Scott concert and from my house. So I know me and the boys will definitely be on there and uh, listening to La Flame. 
So I'm super pumped about that. If you guys didn't see today, the New England Patriots will release their new uniforms on Patriots Day that is being celebrated in Boston today, Titletown, USA. Anyways, uh, the Patriots' new home uniforms are just their color rush. Uh, pretty sick. Navy blue with a red and white stripe on the shoulders. Blue pants, pretty fire. And then their away jerseys, which I really like, are uh, blue bottoms, white jerseys, and then just the traditional silver helmets. But the white jerseys have a twist. Um, they have a blue and red stripe, and I really like them. I think they're cool. Uh, of course, I wish the Patriots had an alternate jersey like the red throwbacks they usually wear, but because the NFL has the one helmet rule, they can't. But they plan on, they said, hoping when the NFL changes that rule, the Patriots will implement the new alternate uniforms that everyone wants them to have. But I really don't understand because the Patriots were talking about they want something new, old, and traditional, something like that, in their hype video. But I didn't really see anything old. I mean, they're probably just talking about the helmets being old because, I mean, they, they're the same helmets they've worn unless they changed a shade of gray, which I highly doubt they did. But uh, other than that, I like them. Uh, I'd probably buy a jersey. Uh, I don't know if who I'd what jersey I'd buy. Probably either – depends on Stidham. I wouldn't buy a Stidham jersey yet. I'd wait a year, see how he does, if he's the second coming of Tom Brady. Then I probably will. I probably would invest in a Stidham jersey. Uh, but if I had to pick one right now, uh, probably either Edelman or Dante Hightower because I don't think Dante Hightower will ever leave New England. Uh, and I think it would be cool to have a defensive player jersey instead of just an offensive player jersey. That's my take. Or, you know, if they had a Bill Belichick cut off sweaty sweatshirt, something like that, I'd buy that too. All right, so uh, here we got our special guest, Tygen Dagenhart. Say hello, Tyson. What's up, podcast? Alrighty, so uh, we're going to break down Tipton edits, uh, or no, it's actually ESPN's way too early top 25. So uh, Tyson, you already talked to me. Uh, break down the number one. We got Villanova at number one. You know, I don't even know who Villanova has that's returning. Like, I didn't even watch Villanova last year, and I think uh, Gonzaga has the best recruiting class. They got Suggs, they got Strother, they got Harris, along with like returners like Timmy and Ayayi, who I think could really make an impact. And I think they should be the number one team by far. Yeah, for sure. Gonzaga, definitely number one. They got, I mean, like you said, they got the best recruiting class they've had ever, and then they got the returners. So, I mean, ultimately, I think the Zags will have the number one spot all next season. I agree. Okay, uh, number three. Well, Gonzaga was number two, but we're going to skip that. Okay, number three, Baylor. What do you got on Baylor? They were good last year. They were a really good defensive team. Um I'm not sure. I think one of their guys is going to the draft, but not a lot of knowledge. I just know Rem is a grad assistant there. Yeah, for sure. I think Baylor's kind of like Gonzaga now. They don't got the sexy recruits or anything. You know, they get no, a couple transfers and they're starting to just well, they're starting to get uh, recruits now, but like they're just they're just building a good culture there. So they should be good for the next couple of years, it seems like. And then number four, we got Virginia. What do you got on Virginia? Uh, they won the championship a couple of years ago, but they were kind of started out a little slow last year, but um, they worked their way up. They were pretty good. So, yeah, um, we'll have to see. Virginia is always good. I mean, last year they weren't too great, but I mean, they could be good next year for sure. For sure. If I have to say so. Okay. And then uh, 
Number five, we got Iowa. I don't know. Is Garza going to the draft? I think he, yeah, he did. I'm pretty sure he did commit to the draft. Well, I think that if um, they go to, he goes to the draft, and I don't think they're going to be a top five team. Yeah, I don't, definitely. Like, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's, he was like it's, a I, it's Iowa. He's a wooden award candidate. I mean, when you lose that, that's a big part of your team. That's like that, at least twenty and ten. Yeah, that's like Dayton losing Obi Toppin. Like, really? Are they going to yeah. be? Is that going to be them? No. Okay. Yeah, for sure. And then number six, Kansas, who was probably the Gonzaga and Kansas best two teams last season. What do you What do you got on them? They're always up there. It seems like they're always a top ten team every year. It seems like. Yeah, I mean, they're going to lose uh, Devin Dotson and Azabuki, so, I mean, that'll be big for them. But, you know, they could rebuild quick. They're, they're pretty good at that. Yeah, for sure. And then number seven, Duke rolls in at number seven. Uh, this might be a pretty high preseason ranking for them, but they got a, they got a decent recruiting class this year and some transfers. What do you they got, got on the Duke? one They got the one guy from Columbia who I've never heard of in my entire life. Yeah, Patrick Tape. He, uh, I don't know much about him. Well, he re- he committed, then decommitted, then recommitted, then decommitted, and then he finally recommitted to Duke. So that was like it took him three times to commit to Duke, but that was really interesting. But I mean, it just depends on who goes to the draft for them. Usually, yeah. I mean, it'd be cool to see if they could get some guys to stick around, and I mean, see how good they could they could be. And then number think- eight, what? I think Cassius Stanley should stay. I don't think he's good. I mean, he has insane balance, but I don't think his like skills are that great to go to the league yet. Yeah, you know what I mean? I do, for sure. Okay, number eight, uh, Michigan State. What do you got on Tom Izzo's crew? Uh, they're a little too high because um, they're losing uh, Cassius Winston. So I don't see them as a top ten team to start the year, but hopefully they prove me wrong. I like Tom Izzo. Yeah, they're good. They're always a good team going into March. They don't always start the season off too hot, but they can finish. Okay, and, sure. and coming in at number nine, Wisconsin Badgers. This is kind of an interesting. This is interesting. What do you What do you got on Wisconsin? Nothing. I have no clue. I did not watch them last year. No clue. I don't even know if they were ranked or even on the bubble last year. I don't. I don't even know what they were. And then, all right, so number 10, the first Pac-12 team, we got Arizona State Sun Devils. Uh, of course, they just got Josh Christopher. Uh, they did lose Kyrie Walker, though, who was committed to them when he was like a freshman, I'm pretty sure. And yeah, I don't know what's up with Kyrie Walker. I'm not going to lie to you. He just kind of disappeared. He did. For, oh, yeah, he's he was the best player in America when he was like a freshman for the Oakland Soldiers, and then he dipped. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the face of the earth. Yeah, but I mean, Arizona State will probably be good. Um, it'll be interesting to see them. They're they're always a good, decent basketball team. But I mean, hopefully this year will be their breakout year. And yeah. then number eleven, Texas Tech. What do you got on Texas Tech? Uh, they're always a really good defensive team. I know they have. I think Jahemius Ramsey, who was good last year, who I think will make a big jump this year. Yeah, they're good. They're always good. I mean, even. Last year and the year before, they didn't. They weren't. Of course, they didn't have the big, sexy players. But I mean, who knows? They always, they always come around and play well. Um, it just depends again, like who goes to the draft for them. See if they for can sure. get some returners. And then we were talking the Creighton Blue Jays are at number twelve here, but previously they're at number two. So, what do you, what do you got on Creighton? I think they could be number twelve. They had Doug McDermott, but I don't know. 
about this year. Yeah, I I don't think I've ever heard of any other player that's that's gone to Creighton other than Doug McDermott, for sure. Okay, number thirteen, Tennessee Volunteers, take on them. Seems like seem like they've been pretty good the past couple of years. Um, I couldn't tell you who the recruiting class is, but it always seems like they're a good team down in the SEC. Yeah, they got a lot of guards I know coming in the recruiting class, but they should be good, and they could maybe they could maybe take over the SEC conference this year. And this is surprising. Number four, the Houston Cougars. We haven't really seen them since that big uh, March Madness game with Rob Gray and Jordan Poole. But uh, what do you what do you think about Houston coming at number fourteen? Um, well, I knew they had Quentin Grimes last year, who was a solid player. Um, I don't know if he's going to the draft or not, but I know Kelvin Simpson's a good coach, and he'll get him playing right. So we'll yeah. have to just wait and see, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Okay, then this this might be the most surprising here. Kentucky at number fifteen. What do you think about that? Well, I know Maxie's gone. I think, and then you got uh, Ashton Higgins, who's also gone. So and I, I think Nick Richards also. And they lost to uh, Khalil Whitney like middle of the year. So I mean, I don't know. And then uh, who? And then they just lost Johnny uh, Juzang to UCLA. Oh, to UCLA. The transfer. Yeah. So I mean, they lose a lot of players, but I mean, they get like BJ Boston and Devin Askew. So I mean, they got good. Of course, another good recruiting class, but it'll just. Be interesting to see if they can compete with yeah. the physicality of the SEC. But I mean, I think they're ranked a little too high. And even North Carolina, who's next at number sixteen, uh, I don't, I don't know much about their recruiting class. But what do you think? Well, they're losing Cole Anthony, so I mean, that was the big part of their team last year. I mean, they were ranked up in the top ten, and then once he was out, they dropped out of the top ten so quick. Yeah. They never could get get back on their feet, it seems like. Yeah, they got blown out. And then number 17, Ohio State. Um, they did – They who did they – they just got a big recruit, I'm pretty sure. But I think they also lost a player to Arizona State. I think it was like uh, – what's his Instagram? Like Edge Luther or something like that. I think Luther Muhammad? Up. Yeah, there's, that's his name. Yeah, yeah, and then DJ Carton also is a freshman, but – I think he went into the transfer portal, too. But, I mean, Ohio State seems like they've been playing good without star players. So, I mean, I think I they're know. kind of under the radar. Exactly. And then number 18, the Oregon Ducks. Uh, they lose Peyton Pritchard this year. And I don't really know much about Oregon. Do you? Uh, not much after Peyton Pritchard, but it always seems like they have some athletic dudes that can just um, play, I guess. I mean – they competed with Gonzaga last year. It took him to overtime. So yeah, for but, sure. I mean, Peyton Pritchard was a big part of that, but we'll have to wait and see, I guess. Okay, and then number nineteen, Florida Gators. Uh, I think that's a that's a fair pick for them. Uh, they got uh, what's his name, Scotty Lewis, yep. who should be playing well this year mm-hmm. after a good solid freshman campaign. It seems like. Yeah, and then number twenty, Stanford Cardinals. So uh, Stanford coming in, they got Zaire Williams. Uh, and then Oscar De La Silva, who played really well for them last year, I remember. Uh, what do you think about Stanford? Uh, I think they could be a sleeper team. For sure. Like, I mean, Zyrowage really good, and he's going to have the ball in his hands a lot next year. So I think they could be a really good team and mm-hmm. compete in the Pac-12. Yeah. And then uh, number 21, Arkansas. I don't know anything about Arkansas. Do you? No clue. Yeah. Uh, 22. Florida State, uh, they got Scotty Barnes coming in next year. Really hyped up, uh, 
high school player. So, I mean, Florida State's always really good. They they always have just some huge black dudes that just completely destroy the ACC, it seems like. So, I mean, yeah. I'm sure they'll make their way up the top 25, but I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, I guess. And then what do you what do you think about 23 West Virginia, 24 Rutgers, and then 25 Richmond? Uh, West Virginia was really up and down last year. It seemed like they just popped their head in the top 25 and then uh, they'd be out, but – Rutgers was good last year. I mean, a surprise team. They haven't made the tournament forever, and they were going to make it this year, but the coronavirus didn't happen. Yeah. Um, but Richmond, no clue. Not a big school. I don't know if they made the tournament the past couple of years, but no. I think a little bit too high for them, at least. Yeah, and it's surprising to see that, like, the next in line here, they got, like, Texas, Michigan, Louisville, UCLA, and LSU. So it'll be interesting to see if – you know, those teams, they have been getting some recruits like uh, Michigan and UCLA. So, I mean, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. But, I mean, it's way too early to predict anything. Yeah. And injuries will happen. So, I mean, stuff like that. But, yeah. All right. So, then uh, today, Kyrie Walker uh, announced he will be foregoing college and be training to go to the NBA. Uh, he's going to the same, like, facility program as Marjan Baychamp. What do you think? Like, what's your take on that? Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure how well it's going to work. Like it doesn't seem like anyone has taken that route before. So, I mean, it could be a new pathway along with the G league and NCAA to get to the NBA, but, um, you never know. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. I just think that not playing for two years against like high, high level competition and just working out. Like, I feel like that could just get really like tiring on your body. I mean, then you just lose some like, just some game game not game plan advantages uh, over some of the other players that are trying to get to the NBA, and especially like Kyrie Walker. Like we said, I mean, he disappeared, like literally disappeared. Like we all thought he was the best player when he was like a freshman, AAU and all that, and then he rolls into high school. Uh, he didn't even play last season either, so he's just going straight to training. And then even like Marjan, he leaves Yakima to go to Seattle, and then he goes down to Arizona does okay but then he gets injured then he decides to forego college and then he goes to that program so i mean honestly i don't even know if those two will make the league but i mean they're getting the best training they can but it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out for sure Uh, for sure yeah so uh give us give us a little insight so when you went to boise state what really sold to you that boise state was uh where you want to be playing basketball uh after high school well um I've known Coach Rice for a couple of years before that, since his son, Cade, has played AU with me yeah. over the years. And uh, it just seemed like it was the right school for me because they saw me playing as a freshman, and that's a big thing that I'm looking for. Um, and the system seemed like the right system for me to play in. Um, and I really liked it down there. It's kind of like Spokane, but it's a lot cleaner. Yeah. And there's not as many like homeless people down downtown. So yeah, it's a really safe town and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, that's good. Uh, what team are you looking forward to playing in the mountain West conference when it comes around? Uh, I'm looking forward to playing at San Diego state. It just seems like they always pack the arena and it means like 19,000. It's filled to the, filled to the top. So I'm really excited to play there and in uh, New Mexico where it's like the arena is like under, Sea level, yeah, it's called the pit. I'm excited to play there too. Yeah, there are really some cool places in the Mountain West Conference. 
Uh, then another question I got to ask, who's going to do your braids next year for you? Or I mean, um, in college, in college, my bad. Not next year, but when you're in college, who's going to do your braids? Um, I haven't made the decision yet. I may cut my hair, but you know, we, we might have to wait and see. A new, you know, change in hairstyle going into college? Maybe ditching the braids? We don't know. We don't know. Um, and then I was going to ask you, uh, Paulo Banchero, where do you think he'll end up? Um, you know, I've always, like, I don't, like, the crystal ball for him says uh, UW 100%. I doubt that. I don't think that's the right program for him. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I mean, he could be the hometown hero, but I don't see it. Um, the two schools I see that are in front are Duke and Gonzaga for sure, just because, Duke has such a track record of getting guys to the league, along with Gonzaga in the past past couple of years, especially with like Rui and uh, Brandon Clark getting them to the league. So those are my top two choices for him, most likely. Yeah, for sure. I think it's Duke, Gonzaga, Tennessee. I don't see UW at all. I, just, I think UW's crumbling. I mean, they couldn't even beat WSU last year. They got swept by him. So, I mean, I just, I just don't see him going to UW. Uh, but when you when you played Paulo, what was the hardest part about guarding him or just playing like matching up against him? Uh, it seems like he blocked about a quarter of my shots. He just gets hands on balls that you just never see in Spokane. I mean, he's like Anton with how good he is on defense and super athletic. But in uh, high school, I think Paulo's a lot more skilled than he is. I mean, Paulo was this year was uh, taking pull up jumpers, threes. Never seemed like. Anton really got in the rhythm of that. Not to take anything away from Anton, but he's yeah. a super good player. But yeah. I think Paul is more fine-tuned in high school than Anton, per se. Yeah, and I mean, he's especially playing against the competition over there on the west side of the state. I mean, he's he's been playing with that all season, and then he brings it in the tournament, which is pretty hard to guard. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you, Tyson. You got anything to say out there to the people? Shout out to anyone? No. Thanks for having me, Matt. I appreciate it. Yeah. Alrighty, well that wraps it up for this amazing podcast. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast today. Uh, I'll have one out for you tomorrow. We got the NFL draft coming up, so maybe I'll talk about the draft tomorrow. We'll see. We'll find something. I always find something. If you guys want to be on the show, text me or something, and we could. I'd love to arrange that. That'd be super fun. And thank you. If you're not following Instagram, go follow it. I say it every time. You should be following it by now. Uh, but other than that, thank you for listening. Hope you guys have a great night.